Hi, and welcome to another episode of Socializing with Sisters. My name's Rochelle. And I'm Brianna. And I am tired. I'm so exhausted. I shouldn't even have been working still. It has been a rough day. (laughs) I agree. Is it because you're dealing with stupid people? Because it's because I'm dealing with stupid people. It's not, it's not stupid, it's incompetence. <laughs> give me a, give me a definition on what the difference is. I don't know, I feel like there has to be a difference. Like, I think that there's like, I, I don't know. You're not stupid, you just can't do the job you were hired to do? Yeah, I guess I get that. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's not that you're stupid, it's that you're like completely ignorant of how to actually do your job and you may have lied on your resume and you're just trying to cover up the fact that you lied on your resume by, I don't know, failing miserably. <laughs> like, oh, mine's like, how I feel. Mine's like, because they ran out of work for these contractors, they transferred them to my team with absolutely no qualifications to do the work that we do. I would be like, well, then just release them, please, because I don't want them. I was like, uh, okay, well, let's see how they do. And now I'm seeing, well, it's just one person, really. And Luckily. And they're, no, they're, well, the other two people came from, and they were great contractors that came from not knowing anything about metadata to, you know, doing the work that we do. And they are running smooth operations. And then this other person transferred over from almost the same exact team and no 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 not not the same <laughs> not a smooth operator no yeah i was thinking the same thing <laughs> smooth operator <laughs> i know right <laughs> showing my age um no it's even in uh well you know what there's like a hawaiian version too and we always listen to it. it's like smooth operator Something, something, something. I don't know. I like Hawaiian Uh, music, though. That's nice. Um, Yeah, today's topic. I mean, I I don't want to talk about work anymore, but we were talking about education. uh, And uh, we were. We were talking about education earlier and uh, kind of like the. Essentially, to set it up, we were kind of talking about, you know, like back in the day, like back in the 1800s, late 1800s, early 1900s, what college really meant. And then kind of now what college means and what trade school is like and our opinions essentially as to like how education needs to change. Because I feel like it's really not serving its original intended purpose because I know a lot of people that went to college and they have no skills. (laughs) Same, same. They have have no skills whatsoever. None that are useful to me. Same. Um, Um, And how long it takes, like, uh, like the longevity of how long the schooling takes now. It's just ridiculous. Like, yeah, you know, you know, you're, you're finally leaving college at 22. And honestly, it's not even geared towards human like physiology because when you really think about it you should be having kids in your 20s which I realize a lot of people think that that's very young to have kids but now that I'm thinking about it like you know like 30s actually 
old to have kids. And I, I don't care if you, you know, you had 30 kids in your thirties or, but our physiology is made to our prime reproductive years are in our twenties. Yeah. Very and true. So, so why wouldn't, why would you keep, you know, people in school until they're 22 they really don't make enough money until they're, you know, in their thirties and they build a career. It's mm-hmm. just, it's not made for real life. Yeah. And I think that also the way that college specifically like universities and colleges are set up is it's not, it's set up to make you stay longer. It's not set up to like, give you skills and get you out in the world and be able to do something it is literally set up for you to have to go through a master's program or have to go through a phd program in order to actually get the skills you need to actually go do a job and because i don't know about you but like my first i tried to go to regular college and for an entire like year and a half i basically took general education courses that meant absolutely nothing to me when it came to the focus that I wanted. I wanted to take classes that were about my chosen field. And the only way you could get there is if you had to take like, you know, 30 to 50 credits worth of bullshit that didn't mean anything for what you actually wanted to do long term. Um, I'm not going to disagree with you. I, I totally agree. And uh, let's just give people a background like on on how like give everybody a background on okay. the schooling on the schooling that you've done, how right. you've applied it and how relevant it really became to your job. All right, I'm just going to go through the history in, in uh, the quick and like the easy. A, like a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to high school for three years. Um, I left high school after my junior year and went to the community college. I was going to graduate with an adult high school diploma my first semester I was supposed to. Um, and then I was just going to start college. I was, I was just going to skip senior year and just go straight into college. Um, because high school was not working out for me as far as like, I, I didn't have an attention span for it. It wasn't, you know, uh, wasn't challenging enough. So (laughs) that was my plan. And essentially I went to two years of community college and was failed repeatedly for a government class that was required to be able to graduate with your adult high school diploma. And I could not get this credit because the teacher and, and you, you know, you can say whatever you want to, but the teacher was a Democrat. I'm not. And uh, he failed me repeatedly and told me in the end that he was never going to pass me because uh, I didn't like his views and I wasn't um, about to come over to his side of views of things. Um, and uh, so I, therefore he was never going to pass me. And, and I'm not a Republican and I believe you 100% when you say that. <laughs> I'm not a Republican either. I've never been signed up as a Republican in my entire life. I was I'm always also- signed up as a libertarian and or an independent and those or well i mean technically i'm not affiliated at this point but i have never been a republican and so i i found it just the audacity for somebody to basically tell you i can hold your college education at hostage 
because I feel like it from somebody who was willingly and robust a Democrat. Um, I thought it was disgusting and that he should be fired. And I went to the administration and they did nothing about it because he was the only person that could teach that course. And they openly told me that they were never going to do anything about it either. It didn't care if I complained. There were multiple complaints against him for the exact same reason. And they were never going to do anything about it. So that's my personal situation there after that. So I did three years of high school, two years of college. After those two years of college, I decided to go back to the high school and try and get my uh, diploma through the high school. Uh, I did graduate uh, within a year. Uh, so I did, I, I essentially went back for a senior year. Um, I only went half days. I did not work, you know, I did not go to school the whole day. I only went half days. Um, and so went half days for a whole year, graduated, ended up going to uh, university, a private institution for a year and realized while my parents were paying out the ass for that, that there, that I didn't know what I wanted to do and I didn't want to spend that money anymore. So I left and went and got a job because I, I just, I didn't want to waste any more money. I think I went back to community college for a year and they said that because of how many times I had been failed for the one course that they were never going to be able to graduate me in anything. Um, so I ended up at a trade school and ended up getting an associate's from a trade school. So, and, and how relevant is that degree now? Even though it got you your first job, how relevant is that degree in what you do now? Absolutely irrelevant. Uh, <laughs> I work as a business analyst, uh, and, which is, you know, the typical description of a business analyst is that you're doing data analytics which is not what I do. I actually project manage. Um, so my company's uh, use of the word business analyst is bastardized from its original purpose. I feel like most companies do that with job titles. Yeah. So I'm technically by trade, a project manager, and I did not go to school for it. It's just something I'm really good at. Yay. I mean, at least you found what you're good at. <laughs> That's true. I don't necessarily enjoy it either. It's not something I enjoy. It's just something I'm good at. And, and I think that there, that's another thing, I guess it's kind of like a side discussion is like, there's a difference between enjoying something and being good at something. You can be really good at something and hate it, but it makes you money. So you do it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I and definitely I think- I think our generation is spoiled into thinking that you're always going to be able to do the thing that you love. And what if the thing that you love, you're shitty at? I, I feel like our generation grew up on Disney. We're happily ever after and follow yeah. your dreams and do what you love. And then you realize that like, you're it's never like going to be able to do those things. Yeah. It's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's garbage. And our, but that's, and, that's my experience. So I have done I've done the college, I've done the trade school, I've jumped through the hoops, like I know what all of that stuff is about. So that's probably why I'm so opinionated about it. So if if you have a problem with my opinions, like at least know where I'm coming from. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm, I uh, honestly, I'll I'll give my uh, little spiel in a second. But like, honestly, I I agree with you. And, uh, and I did go through the whole process. Yeah, you, you, you do yours. Yours is really quick and easy, I think. 
Um, yeah, it, it pretty much is. So I graduated high school um, in the four years that you're supposed to. I took a bunch of AP courses and, uh, you know, got all the, you know, pre-college courses out of the way that are supposed to help you. Then I went to a community college and they tested me for English and math. And I tested, I went through algebra two in my high school and, and passed and mm-hmm. passed people. I passed in public school and I went and they tested me into elementary school math. Damn. Yeah, that shit sucked when I finally saw that. I know you can test out of it again, but there's no way I would have tested out of it. I was, yeah, public education You're... did me no favors. You're uh, like, it screwed me. <laughs> it totally screwed me. So I spent the first year in community college. And the reason I went to community college first was uh, because uh, you save money. And I was going out of state and I wanted to save money. In, well, because... and you were establishing residency. I was establishing residency so I wouldn't have to pay, you know, out-of-state tuition. So I did my first year at community college was literally catching up from what I didn't know that I should have, you know, the required courses and meeting the requirements for math. Yeah. So literally my whole first year was trying to meet these stupid ass requirements so that I could even go on to the required courses in college. I have a question before you keep going. Do you even use math in your daily like work um other than elementary math like you know just no I was gonna say I I, my boss asked me how many courses I added today and I had to add those (laughs) (laughs) that's about it you use regular elementary math you know I I mean I do percent in my own finances I do percentages uh, but I know your own personal finances like no (laughs) I, I I don't I don't use and yeah, I, I don't use math. No, like uh, out of out of what the normal person uses math for. Yeah, I don't do anything extraordinary. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, okay keep going. So after my first year of finally getting all of those courses done, my second two years I spent on the required courses. Mm-hmm. And so that's like your science, your English, your uh, anthropology, your, you know, your everything that they require uh, I think you have to do a communications course which was actually probably one of the funner classes I did in community it was college. probably the most useful one you did <laughs> I would say so because you really got to know yourself and and how to communicate with other people um, yeah but yeah no so I spent two more years they on required courses didn't even get to take any electives at this point I'm taking all required courses none of these are electives and yeah, they say that like, okay, these are electives for this requirement. It's not an elective. It's a required <laughs> course. You're a, you, you can take whatever sciences you want to take. These are all the elective courses within the science. It's yeah, not an elective. Who wants to electively take a science course when they're not, their focus isn't science? So... <laughs> I basically spent the whole time taking required courses. I think the the coolest elective I ever took in community college was also a required PE course, and I took badminton, which was fun. Oh, that's awesome! But like, I didn't really learn anything about myself or what I what I was good at, or or uh, well, no, that's not true. By taking some required uh, science courses, I realized science was not my field at all. Gotcha. 
And so that that was an eye opener for me um, because I thought I wanted to be a marine biologist because I like the ocean and I like uh, marine marine life and marine animals. But no, that's not my forte. So I did learn a few things about myself, like what I suck at, not what I'm good at, what I suck at. Gotcha. And then so after those two years, I was finally able to transfer to a four year college. And Mm -hmm. after I transferred to the four-year college and chose my major, which was the, I don't even know why. I mean, some of these useless ass majors, like you just, they shouldn't even be allowed to, you shouldn't be allowed to major in something that you'll never use. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't think that you should be able to, to major in, you know, like ethnic studies. Like, what are you going to do with that? I mean, it's great to, to it's understand. great. To, yeah, exactly. I think it's something that you should want to self learn outside of school. I have a lot of books on Native American history and, and stuff like that, that I self taught to myself, because I was interested in the subject, not because I was going to college and I had to pay them money. And I was like, well, let's take this course. Like, you know, what are you going to do with that in the end? There is no job that I can think of that you could do other than, you know, working as a curator at some kind of museum that that would be helpful for. But but you wouldn't even be able to do that with a bachelor's. You'd have to get your master's. Oh, you almost have to get a doctorate in order to do that because they want a doctorate person to be the one to do that stuff most of the time. So let's go back to my my floppy major. Uh, the floppy major. Um, I majored floppy. in... I majored in creative writing. I did learn a lot. Um, creative writing. I wanted to be a writer. I still want to be a writer eventually. Uh, it did teach me. The, the great thing about creative writing is, is that it's English based. So anytime um, you look at my resume, it says uh, bachelor's in English. And then the small underlying is creative writing. But I, I wasn't the best speller. And it really did teach me the fundamentals of uh, being able to spell, being able to punctuate and being able to communicate via the written word. So actually, that was a really good skill to learn because literally all of our communications, it, most of my interactions through my company are through email through the written, stuff, through email. And so that's actually a useful major. It ended up being I mean, the creative writing part, maybe not so much, but the fact that I had to learn all of those things in order to get that bachelor's like it it was relatively useful but gotcha that's only what i spent the last two years doing yeah so oh and then i i I miscalculated well so so i did transfer over and then i did have some more required courses so i had to take summer school in order to finish the other required courses that the bachelor's required and I had the same experience as you. I took a class called Mati and Anthropology. And uh, um, it was the only capstone course available that semester. And I needed to complete it. And the teacher in that class was like, well, I don't care if you believe in Jesus or whatever. I don't want to hear any of that stuff. I need you to think outside the box and, you know, think basically think his way. And the required text in the course was a book that he wrote. Yeah. And uh, of course. Unlike you, I sucked it up and I, I, uh, I told totally No, I've never catered. been the one. <laughs> oh, no. I totally catered to exactly, I, I didn't believe in any of the things I was writing. I placated to what he wanted to hear and I just passed the class. You know, I could never have done that. Well, because you won't compromise yourself, which is a good thing. And I, I which, would. 
<laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I, it's I terrible. I feel like it's a terrible trait because I because I am so unwilling to compromise certain aspects of my life. It has made thing some things more difficult, which I think it shouldn't. It shouldn't. There shouldn't be a professor that is able to, you know, basically walk all over their students because they're the only one that teaches that course. And yeah. there's no way to get another person in there to do that. Like that shouldn't be the case. Yeah. I, I, mine wasn't as severe as yours. Like I probably could have taken another class. Like they offered another class, but I would have had to wait. Yeah. My, I didn't have another option. I literally had the one option and that was it. So I took his class. He slammed all over the Bible. He doesn't believe in Jesus, doesn't believe in and that's fine. I understand that you don't believe that. But like, if you have Christian students in your class, like, and and they're trying to incorporate or like, use what you're talking about in Monty and anthropology and kind of relate it to what they believe and they know, like, I don't know, that's an effort to understand the material and to correlate it with their own beliefs and values. They shouldn't have to change their beliefs in order to pass a class. Sounds like indoctrination to me. A little bit, right? But I didn't believe in any of that stuff. I, I, hold, I hold true to my values and I do believe in God and Jesus. And, and I, I do read the Bible. And, you know, it doesn't matter to me that not everybody agrees with that. Um, and it shouldn't matter to other people that I believe in what I believe. So I, I just chalked it up is, is that I'm just going to placate this dude and I'm never going to see him again. And then I'm going to burn all the material. <laughs> <laughs> Did you burn it? Oh, no, I threw it away. I don't, I don't know what I, well, the book I resold to the bookstore. I was just like, yeah, I ain't keeping your book. I don't give a crap about this. <laughs> oh, man, I had to take it to the beach and lit it on fire. Uh, no, I mean, it was worth money. Other people had to take that class. I was like, I want my $18. <laughs> your $18. Yeah, that's another thing. Those books, they'll sell it to you for hundreds of oh, yeah. dollars. And you can and only then sell you back only for 20 bucks. 20 bucks in the end, yeah, which I think is re- ridiculous like yeah. it's just crazy even when they so they'll basically they'll they're buy the book buyback or whatever like you bought this book for like two hundred dollars you sell it back they only give you 30 bucks and then the next person they sell it to for like a hundred dollars and you're like excuse me where's my portion of that profit like you give me 20 bucks like yeah that's why I bought all my books used and I would go same. on to the campus website and I would look for students that had taken that class and I would buy directly from them there you go there you go yeah, yeah I hustled to get my books I was just like I ain't paying full price well a few of them I had to because they weren't available but say la vie yeah any anyway so so I did I completed my bachelor's yay it only took me five years and yeah. uh, then after that, I tried to get a job, couldn't find a job with my bachelor's degree, except for in marketing, which I hate. I feel like, you know, I, I feel bad for all you marketers out there. And I'm sure you're not all like this, but selling to other people is like Satan's work to me. Like, I just yes, can't do you it. You are I can't selling it. your soul. I, I, just, I agree. I just can't do it because I'm a minimalist. So I can't sell things that I don't think people need. And if you if you saw my apartment I'm a basic bitch like I don't buy a lot <laughs> yeah yeah so so marketing to me was like not okay so I was like a lunch lady for a while and then I finally found like a job in the library and I was like oh I could probably move up in this but you can't move up in the library world without a master's yeah 
So I spent another uh, year and a half. I, I did a, a two-year program and a year and a half and did a master's degree. And that's where I've actually learned all of my skills that I actually apply to my job that I currently do now. Yeah. Yeah. But that's uh, how many years of school is that? Six, seven, six seven. and a half? Six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you actually count it as a two-year program, it's seven. Yeah. So. So I did seven years of schooling and you still make more money than me. <laughs> these, these things are true. These things are very <laughs> true. <laughs> I am a few years older though. So there is that. I, I have, I have time on my side. I could possibly make more money eventually, but um, still it's just appalling to me that I just now finished school. I mean, I could have gone and done my master's right after my bachelor's, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. I had no idea what I wanted to do other than be a writer and that takes time and you have to write and you have to get it published and I haven't done any of those things other than write and not submit anything. <laughs> gotcha. So, so yeah, so I, I worked for six years and then, you know, yeah, I got my master's and now, you know, and then right after I got my master's, I literally landed a job within a month. It made like a shit ton more than what you were making before. Yeah, and I was only a contractor and I was still making a shit ton more. And that just tells you I was I was a elementary school librarian. And what they, they make dirt cheap. Oh, it's so sad. Oh my gosh. It's so sad. Like the teachers make like like three times more than I made. But you still had to have like a bachelor's degree. But I still well some of the librarians at the other elementary schools didn't have bachelor's degrees. But the thing is is that like in a position like that, you're only hurting your students by not having a qualified person in that position. That's true. And so I just feel bad for the students, um, you know, because library science is totally underrated, like how to find things, how to find books that are interesting. And, uh, you know, having a qualified person that knows what books are, you know, that that are going to fit for these students and ordering them and and knowing how to get the good deals with the publishing companies, like that's, that's important. And to undervalue that at the, at such a basic level, I, I don't know, like I, I, and, and my, my uh, superintendent was making over $250,000 a year. So, and I was making like 26, which is terrible, which is pathetic. And I think I already did a rant on this in another, um, podcast so I'll skip the rant and yeah so I got a master's degree and uh do I do how much of that schooling do I think is valuable only four years of it do I think is valuable I only think the last two of my bachelor's and and my master's were even useful yeah I don't think any of my schooling was useful at all honestly I could have done all you know without it I mean if if uh I don't think I could have I don't think I could have learned the English language without the schooling and really gotten a proficient at the level that I am. But as far as what I do um, in my, in my workplace, I think that you could learn with a certificate. I probably would have only needed to take three courses tops to learn what I do now. I think the most valuable things that I ever went through were communications classes uh speech classes and um what else oh god what is it called um oh it's a 
it's a decision-making class that I had taken. So those, those are like the only courses that I found to be useful in my day-to-day life. And, and so the outside of that, that I ever learned really applied to my job. Not really, not in reality. I just, I'm less of a uh, pain in the ass for my IT department. Like my internal help desk, they don't get many requests from me because I can fix my own equipment 90% of the time. And then that other 10% of the time, I'm like, I tried this, 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 and this. I think I need you to put in a password. (laughs) Well, that's good. I'm sure your IT team appreciates that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I went to school with them, ironically enough. Oh, no way. Oh, that's so funny. I went to trade school with two of the other people that work at my company. One of them works on my help desk team and the other one works in a different department that uh, deals with uh, implement or what is it? They do technology assessments for uh, members that are trying to come on, you know, be onboarded to my company. So So they're like, she knows what she's doing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, which I mean, all three of us are really good at our jobs, and we all three make really good money. Some of us make more money than the others. Ironically, the guy that didn't graduate from trade school with me, and and the guy that works on the help desk, the guy that does the technology assessments, he didn't graduate. He makes more money than both of us. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you really don't need college uh, the way that they try to convince people that you need it. Yeah, I think that what you need is you like really need drive. Direction. Yeah. yeah. It's just if you have the drive to, you know, pursue and be persistent about, you know, you, you're really interested in this one area and you want to learn all about it and you are willing to, you know, do extra things to be able to, you know, make that a thing for you or, 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 you know, that I seems to be more important than anything else. I mean, the guy that I was talking about, the friend of mine, he, before he worked on, in that job, and uh, doing technology assessments and, you know, uh, setting up servers and all kinds of stuff like that. This guy used to cut trees for a living. He was an arborist. Like, Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I know, right? Like, he didn't have anything to do with technology field other than the fact that he liked video games. Like, that was that literally the only thing that he had going for him is that he loved video games and he enjoyed um you know tinkering with electronics that was what he was interested in and so and you know that's that's funny that's like my other friend who went the opposite of your friend he mm. got a bachelor's degree in african-american studies and he now trims weed for a living <laughs> yeah just went the whole other way on that one. <laughs> oh my god that is hysterical. That is thought, so funny. I, I thought you were going to like that. <laughs> I do. I do enjoy that one. Yeah, no, it's, I think that with college, like my, my biggest problem with college nowadays is that there's so much time spent on trying to make you a 
quote unquote, well-rounded individual by making you take all these extra coursework that has nothing to do with your focus area, that it's just another way to bleed you dry and make you owe them money. I think you would be, yeah, I agree. I think you would become more well-rounded traveling or, or working a job really. Yeah. In all honesty, like getting somebody into a job, I think you'd be more well-rounded just being around other people and, you know, traveling when you can like you learn more from visiting in another country than you do from you know being in college for four years all you learn how to do I think in college is you learn how to put yourself in a debt struggle and uh eat ramen yeah well I I missed the whole eat ramen I was learned how to work I learned how to be broke and take 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 orders that's that's (laughs) what I learned is how to take orders and how to how to how to shield like kind of like I don't know not compromise myself but basically like not give people the full truth and tell people I learned how to lie I learned how to tell people what they want to hear yeah that was how to lie that was the thing that I guess for me I'm such um an honest person and it's not just that I'm an honest person like when I was a child, then this might help make, make sense of me. As a child, as a young child, there was a time where I lied about everything to my parents. And they stopped believing anything that I said. And from then on, like, anytime I would tell the truth, no one would believe me. Until finally somebody else was caught in a lie where I was telling the truth and then it was like oh shit she's telling the truth and from then on I was like I'm always going to tell the truth I always want people to you know trust me and know what I what I say is true and so I've just always been a very big stickler about it like I'm even a stickler about it with my husband sometimes he'll be like him and Han and I'm like okay just yes or no (laughs) like (laughs) tell me the truth um and I yeah. think that, that that's, it's a value that I can't let go of because it was, I had hardship with it at one point or another. And so it was, it was just like my last integral moral that I couldn't let go of. And so that's why I think college was just so hard for me is I could not tell somebody what they wanted to hear because I felt in my gut and in my my truth that it was a lie and it was a fallacy and I just couldn't do it I I believe I believe that but from an outside perspective not being you but growing up with you I also think it's because you're a very defiant person and if you don't agree if you don't agree with something you're not going to pretend to agree just to appease the person no I won't I won't I'll never I Unless, it's, unless I know it'll hurt their feelings. And, and when it comes to this, I don't care about these people. So I don't care if I hurt their feelings or not. See, um, whereas, so, me, whereas me, I'm the opposite of you. Like uh, uh, I will appease a person if I don't think that it matters. But if the relationship with you matters to me, I will not appease you. Oh yeah, no, I'll appease. Like there's times that mom or grandma say things and I just let them get away with it because I would rather have a good relationship with them then argue with them about something but if you're some rando person i'll call you out for being a jackass and i don't have two qualms about it i don't feel 
anything about it and I will willingly make a scene if that's what you want to do like <laughs> whereas whereas me I will argue with the people that are close to me because I want to have a more true relationship with you and I will appease outsiders because uh I'll probably never see you again anyway well it's true I guess that's that's a problem for me like I guess my my relationships in those instances I I let them know how I truly feel about things but I'm just more subtle about it I feel like you have to be tactful with the people that are close to you because you don't I don't want to piss anybody off I mean you can I did so much of that when I was younger I just willingly would just say shit and whatever I was thinking and I didn't care whether or not it hurt people that were close to me and I think that I just can't I have I feel like I have to be tactful about it otherwise like I might lose people I mean you can have tact and say something and be honest you don't you don't have to it doesn't have to be blunt you can like I don't I don't agree with them in an argumentative way I or disagree with them in an argumentative way I do it with tact and yeah nobody ever has hurt feelings at the end of these conversations but I feel like I, I feel like definitely me and you have switched places more because when I was You're younger, more blunt now. when I was younger, I didn't have a choice, but to be, a, you know, amicable, like there wasn't a choice True. because you were so unamicable. <laughs> yeah. Whereas nowadays I'm a lot more amicable about stuff. And now as we're adults, you're more amicable and I'm so done being amicable that, that I will voice my opinion more. You're more like it's, it's like grandma, you know, cause she was so amicable when she was young and now she's just like telling everybody her opinion and almost fight with people. You don't get to the point where you fight with people, but. Oh no, it's not worth it to me to fight. <laughs> she, she is like down for a fight. It's like, I'll go, I'll go get the gloves on kind of level. Like she, she wants you to hear her and agree with her. And a lot of times I'm like, I hear you. But I don't agree with you. <laughs> I don't agree with you. So, and that's what I've, that's what I ultimately say a lot of times. Like, I hear you, but I don't agree with you. But well, yeah, I just, I think college needs to change. Like, it's I just, do too. there's too much emphasis put on these courses that I think don't do anything to help a person when it comes to the real world, when they get out in the world and actually get a job, like we should stop focusing on these courses or these, um, you know, folk, you know, what is it? Uh, uh, your focus at college, like you can focus on pretty much anything and, and there should be less emphasis on that. There should be more emphasis on like, these are the subjects that'll get you a job. These are the areas in which you could really enrich our culture, our country, our community, you know, these are the things that are, you know, and, and, and offer those other course loads as, as electives, true electives, not bullshit electives where you're like, oh, I have to take a science class, but, you know, the only thing offered is like astro- astronomy and like, you know, biology I don't want to do either of those like can I can I take a another option like is there anything else that I can like take (laughs) well and it's 
Well, it's interesting because I just don't think you should have that many required courses. There's just so many. And now they're, they're putting capstone courses on top of required courses. And these are, it's just, it's just ridiculous how many required courses there. And I get it. You're trying to say, we completed all this stuff. So our degree is this much higher. And it's just like, that doesn't make it valuable, but it doesn't have anything to do with the degree. Really. When you think about it, like I have an English degree, how much did any of those other courses have to do with my English degree? They didn't. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't help me get the degree. So I just feel like you should be able to earn a degree way easier without all of these unnecessary courses. It's not like when when I have a bachelor's in English, people aren't looking at me like, oh, she completed statistics and, you know, and if to, no, to complete no. her math course. Like when I hear somebody has a bachelor's in English, I'm like, oh, so you took like, you know, one of those Renaissance writing classes or some shit like that. Like, that's what I think of. <laughs> Um, no, uh, I didn't learn about the, he learned about the printing press and how to correct grammar. (laughs) No, I didn't know that wasn't any of the classes that I took, but you know what I'm saying? Like if you're getting a, if you're getting a bachelor's in English, you shouldn't have to take classes in math and science. Those aren't your fortes. And you know what, if you, if you didn't get around to like, like, I feel like all the required math and science should be in high school. You shouldn't have to require that for college. You should already have that done when you get to college. College should basically be about unless the you want to be a mathematician. Like if you want to be a mathematician or you want to like but, go into some like, you know, you want to be a, a nuclear physicist, like yes, take all the science classes, all the math classes. They are there for you. They're not all yeah. for everybody else. But, but that's what I'm saying. If you're going to get a degree in math, like you should only have to take math courses. You shouldn't have to take English courses. Your requirement for English should be filled in high school. And you should take a communications class to make sure that you know how to, or, or like maybe a technical writing class. Again, like that should happen in high school. Like you all should... of these classes should be in high school. They should not be in college. In, in high school, you should have a communications class. In high school, you should have a technical writing class. A lot of people have to write technical papers. You oh, know? In high school, you should have a technology class. How come they haven't come with all the technology that we have out there? How come we're not doing classes on responsible use of technology? How to double check your sources, how to find good information. How come we're not teaching any of that stuff? How to make sure that you use a good password. You know, yeah, something as simple <laughs> as that. Using a good password. I mean, it's pretty terrible. It's, it's yeah. Yeah, crazy. I think more, more, I think like a toddler actually, can teach these classes. <laughs> before before uh, college can be revamped, high school needs to be revamped. And you really need to assess what people are using out there in the real world. You can't just keep extending college you know otherwise you're gonna you're gonna extend college into people's 30s and it's just like well how do you expect them to have kids while they're in college and they're in debt yeah how, how do you expect them to be a useful person in society yeah I I just I think that we need to rethink this whole system and for those teachers that are out there that are pushing their beliefs on other students you're wrong yeah you're wrong you shouldn't there there's good things in having different opinions of thought and your way of thinking is not the only way. Now that's, I'm not saying that 
you know, we should just ignore people that are actually racist. Like that's not even, no. I'm not even coming close to that. No, I'm just, I'm just saying you're the way that you think, like you believe in Montean anthropology and how all these religions were created. Well, that's not what I believe. And your way of thinking isn't necessarily the right way because there's no proof of any of it. You could be wrong. I could be right. I could be wrong. You could be right, but there's no proof. So why are we discussing it? Yeah. And science, science is ever evolving. Nothing is officially proven. Not really because science changes all the time. It's got a hypothesis for a reason. Exactly. So I, I just really think that we need to rethink the education system. And, uh, and honestly, I, I don't think that we should have 10 year teachers. Um, and I, I say that because burnout is real. Yeah, uh, a teacher could start as a really good teacher. And by the end, it's after they a horrible teacher, after they've taught for 15 years, especially at the elementary school level, and they've had class after class and the kids and the behavior gets worse, they're burnt out. Yeah. And there should be options for people to easily get a second degree to your or or a certificate to have a second career. We shouldn't have to stick to these pigeon held like if you want to teach for a while, you should teach. And then if you decide you want another career, it should be an easy pathway. It shouldn't be like pulling teeth and sacrificing your life to, you know, to go and try to have a second career. Yeah if we made it easier to transition to different careers, it would be easier to keep the flow in our economy. That way people aren't stuck in, you know, certain jobs. They'd be like, Oh, it's so easy to change a career. That's one of the things that scares me about like my current position is like, I feel, and I felt like for years that I've just kind of, I've pigeon held myself into the career that I'm, I'm a part of at this point. And so I'm like, can I do anything else? Do I know how to do anything else? Yeah. And it's, it's harder to transition to doing anything else. Yeah. Cause it's like, how do I even start over? Who would even hire me? Yeah. And I, I think that we just need to make that easier because as we evolve and we keep evolving faster, um, certain sectors of our economy are just not going to be there. Yeah. And, and we just need to be able to accept like, yeah, this field doesn't exist. We don't need it. Mm-hmm. So why don't we make it easier for that transition to happen by making it easier for people to transfer careers? Like people don't stay in 20 year careers anymore. I've already nope. had how many careers have I already had? There are people that stay as lunch ladies for life. Yeah. You know? I already had that career. I've been a librarian and people stay in that career for life and I'm already done with it. What all fields have you worked in? Just list them off. Um, food service, uh, library. I guess that would be like library science. Library science. Well, I mean, technically, my career is still in library science in a way, but like it's library. I would say my last job was elementary school library. So I would, I would say um, elementary school or, or ele- school. Elementary school, yeah. And then Education. my third. My third career is uh, tech education. It's online school. So, and I'm not, and I'm doing all tech stuff. I have nothing to do with the learning portion. So it's, uh, I'm now I'm in technology. I have worked in food service. I have worked in retail. I have worked in banking. 
I have worked in accounting. I have worked in uh, manufacturer, uh, and I have worked in healthcare technology. That's a lot of career transitions. I am, mind you, that's that's seven. I am thirty four years old. Yeah. Yeah. Think about earlier. I I listed out like that. I went to college for one, two, three, four, like five years. Yeah. Doing and I. That's how many times I jumped to different areas of the the industry like so to me it's like people don't stay in in jobs for very long nowadays a lot of the times I see a lot of people staying anywhere from two to five years and then they leave that's about it two to five years and then you leave yeah and honestly that's the appropriate time if you don't want to burn out because anything that you do fit and I'm sorry, not everyone's going to love their job. In fact, it's a very small percentage of people that actually actually love their jobs that do what they love and uh, will never change what they do. And so for the rest of us, we have to change to stop from feeling like we want to kill ourselves from the monotony. Yeah, no, I suffer from ADHD and I just can't. (laughs) For me, I get so good at when this is probably you too. I get so good at what I do. It's boring. I don't like being bored either. Yeah, no, I I have to create like anxiety for myself in my job so that I can, I can feel like something's happening. (laughs) For me, I like excitement. I want something new and, and for it's, Honestly, I liked being an elementary school librarian. It was exciting. It was not the same every day. And I would have students come in and ask me different questions. I think it's very rewarding to work with children. And uh, But the pay, oh, it was, just it was terrible. It was just junk. There's no way I could have stayed there. I mean, you know, if I, if I wanted a family or if I even wanted to own a home, like, there's no way. I live in Southern California. How are you going to afford a home on 26000 a year? You're not. You're barely living. You're not. You're just skimming by. And thank God I had, you know, a husband that, you know, didn't mind supporting me through that time and definitely getting my master's. So, you yeah. know, but, you know, you think about people that don't have that, they're stuck. Yeah. No, and, it, the, and it we, we just shouldn't create it, this environment where people are constantly stuck. Yeah, that's. And I think that's education's fault. And I think that it yeah. needs to. It needs to change at the at the high school and middle school level. I think elementary, yes, the the fundamentals are there. I think what you're learning and what you're doing is great. But once you start getting into your teenage years and going through puberty, I think you should be able to try a lot of different stuff and not have to go to school and go through, you know, like required courses that one aren't useful anymore. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, like like how many if you had recess how many PE classes do you really need? Yeah. Like, I, I hate to say that, but with like, with all our extracurricular activities, and I know people are going to say the obesity epidemic, we are more active than any other nation. You can look at this. There are statistics on this. And yet our obesity rate is still higher than any other nation. So if you're telling me it's activity, you're wrong. Yeah. I think, I think when it comes to school, so just back to the school thing yeah I think you're right that that 
education in general across the board, K through 12 to college, all kind of needs to be revamped here in the U.S. It definitely needs like a full restructuring situation. Also, I think that job requirements need to change because I don't know if you've seen the job market right now, but there's so many jobs out there. And like at my company specifically, like they're like, we can't fill these jobs. We've got like 70 something positions open. Can't get anybody to fill them because they're like, oh, none of the applicants meet the requirements. And I'm like, well, you need to change your requirements then. Yeah, absolutely. You shouldn't have to have a master's just to get an entry level position. And that's exactly what I had to do. I had to get a master's to get an entry level position, which is pathetic. Yeah, it's it's asinine. Yeah. And yeah. I, I I do. I think that there should be there should be easier ways to hire people that are qualified for a position. Yeah. So but I think that's as, as much time as we've got. So I think that was perfect. Really, we summarized what we really yeah. felt about it. And, uh, you know, I, I wish that we could change what what's happening and, and how we view things. But I, I don't know how to go about that. I wouldn't know how to change an entire education system. I know. I think that it's one of those things that I wish... I wish there was a way to like appoint some people to, to figure that out. Like, I mean, obviously if I had time, then I could probably think about it and figure it out. But, but I think you're right. need to be hired government wide to, to do that or I local, think local government wise. I think you're right though. I think companies have more power than they think they do. And I think by changing the requirements, you already make some of the requirements of education obsolete. And by being able to hire you know, candidates that can do the job without all those requirements, you're making it to where people don't have to go through that schooling. And it will make those institutions rethink, rethink how they're uh, doing education. Yeah. If the jobs market decided to change the way that their requirements were considered, then they would for, it would basically force uh, the schools to need to change because they need the money. They need people to actually go to those schools. And I also think that online schooling platforms are also changing this because they're offering certificates and more companies as certificates become available are going to accept those requirements versus the degrees. Harvard offers online certificates and degrees now. They they do. And I think that's how most people are going to start getting their Educated. education. Yeah, yeah, I think. And, and other thing. Education is free. I worked in a library. Go to a library. Education is totally free. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think, yeah, if there are any companies or anybody that works for a company that has control over that, the requirements at your workplace, really, like, start looking into certificates and maybe start looking at what your job requires for certain entry-level positions. Maybe they're too high. Yeah. Yeah. But... I guess that's our podcast for today. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. All right. Well, thank you guys again for joining us. Um, you again can find us at Spotify, Anchor, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Um, I'm Rochelle. You guys have a great rest of your day. And Brianna, have a great day. All right. Bye. Bye.